Hello, friends. Welcome to the Spots of Time podcast with me, your host, Kim Scott. Thank you for joining in for just a little inspiration to empower hope and healing for yourself and for others. So let's get started. Hello, friends. I am so excited about today's episode. Question for you. Have you ever been going through something, some kind of worry or stress, maybe the loss of a job or even the loss of a loved one, some kind of lack of confidence, some kind of brokenness? Everybody's been there, right? But in that challenge, in that burden, someone shows up in your life whose presence and their words and kindness feels like God saying to you, I see you. I've got you. Well, that's what we're talking about today. And I'm calling this episode, Be a Vessel. I've invited a friend of mine who has repeatedly shown up in my life as a vessel, (laughs) a vessel of God's love, God's comfort, and God's encouragement. Her name is Sharon Spencer, and she is a hairstylist and owner of Lachey's Salon located in Irvine, California. Now, I'll include all of Sharon's contact information in our show notes and on our website. Sharon specializes in hair loss, hair loss due to alopecia, cancer, sometimes stress, or some other physiological ailment. And that's how I met Sharon. I was going through a season of hair loss, and she walked into my life and not only helped me with my hair, but she breathed new life into my spirit. So let's welcome in Sharon. Hi, Sharon. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you today? I'm doing good. Good. I'm so excited for our conversation. As well. I'm looking forward to this time that we get to spend. Yes. Well, you know, it's funny. I was... um kind of reflecting on the first time um, you and I met. And um, it was, I know distinctly <laughs> when it was, because um, I was at a really low place, like a really desperate place, especially with my hair. And, um, but it was in April of 21. And I remember calling and leaving a, just a very, pleading message on, um, your recorder. And, um, I just, I was so, like I said, just at a really bad place. My hair was literally falling out. And, um, anyways, yeah, I, I, I just, it didn't take long, you know, to connect with you. Like you just took my hand and you assured me that you had me and that, um, you know, it was all going to be okay. And um, so you've just been such a blessing to me. Oh, thank you so much. And it's interesting because I do get lots of those types of calls. 
And <laughs> of course, when you're that one person, you feel like it's you. But because I get to see and meet so many people and get to see so many different types of um, difficult problems that are going on, I'm able to quickly identify maybe what the issue could be. So that's why I was able to easily take your hand because I've been through the journey many, many right. times with many people. And when you've been through the journey, it's like, you know, the way, and I just yeah. need to walk you through the way. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I would say when I left, you know, your salon, like that first day, I, I thought to myself, you know, what you do is truly a ministry because I mean, we didn't just talk about, you know, how to fix my hair. You know, we talked about, you know, my spirit and, and my self-confidence and, um, you know, like, it's just what you do and how you do it is such a blessing. I know not only for me, but for others. Yeah. Thank you. Well, it's interesting because definitely um, in being in the business for 34 years, mm-hmm. it has definitely become my ministry. And I understand that I don't always speak it out as a ministry to everyone because I use wisdom on how I'm walking through this process with people um, right. because everyone receive it that way. But I do know that it is my ministry because I feel like God has definitely given me insight on strategies on how to walk people through the process because sometimes it's not just about the hair. It's it's mm-hmm. about more than the hair. And that's what I've recognized that sometimes it is about reestablishing self-confident within someone. And because I could pick or show a direction or, or give them what they really desire, it helps to bring the self-confidence to another level and bring their self-esteem up to help them to walk into who they truly are so that they can be seen the way they want to be seen. Right. Mm, and so amen. Yes. able to like take a look and see like where each person is. It's like, mm. it's like I'll call individually. Uh, God sends people to me and I can kind of just see where they're at and then kind of help them to walk out that confidence, self-esteem and strengthen their identity with their crown, with their, with their hair, with their beauty, you know, and sometimes it's a process. And I appreciate the clients that actually understand that it's a process and they don't mind walking and working it because it does take a combination of both. It takes a combination of understanding where we are and doing the work to get to where we want to be. And that's what I loved about you you were really quick to say, I'm, I will do whatever is necessary. And you did the work. <laughs> you did the work. Because oh people want God. results in life, right? But it's just like anything else. To get results, you have to do something. And right. it's the same principle with faith. It's like faith without action is dead, mm. right? That's so right. If you do not apply the action then you do not get the results. And so I appreciate just walking the journey with you because you made it a little bit easier (laughs) (laughs) you know, to walk because you were able to listen and do what I, you know, what I, what what strategies I gave you to and systems to to do to get you to the goal. Yeah. And just like you said, it wasn't about just the hair, but it was about the spirit because as we fill each other up, 
sometimes emotionally and just in community. The this hair salon has been a place of community for so mm. many years for women where we can right. come to and we can feel safe and we can feel vulnerable and we can open ourselves up to be able to grow and to commit to one another and and just take the journey together. And so you were able to recognize that and say, you know what, I'm going to step into it. So you were opening yourself up to me, which yes. in opening up yourself to me, I was able to recognize that and say, I'm going to open myself back and pour back into you and give you what you needed. And that's what we're talking, you know, talking about being a vessel. God uses us as vessels. And so he used us. We were just vessels. And I, I poured into you to, so to fill you back up in your yeah. confidence of your hair and of your beauty and, and how and your self-esteem and what you needed to feel. And once we got that, then you just blew off. <laughs> you just went off. <laughs> Which was beautiful to see. It was beautiful to see. Yeah. I'm going to um, do a side-by-side uh, image of my hair when um, I first left your salon and then um, what it looks like today, because honestly, it's it's crazy, the transformation. And um, yes, I did do, you know, the work. Um, I listened to you um, and trusted you. Um, but um, you um, just you have a special touch. And it's funny that you talk about you know vessels because I remember one time I was sitting in the chair and and you said that you know you said we are vessels for God's glory and I told you immediately I said I want you to come on my podcast and I want to talk <laughs> about you know being a vessel because I think you know people need to to hear and and to see what it means and looks like to be a blessing for others. Cause that's what we're called. You know, we're called to, to be vessels for the spirit of God and um, you know, and not to keep that spirit. Cause we all have the, the spirit of the Lord within us and yeah. not to keep it within ourselves, but to, to pour it out, you know, over others. Like, what I do you agree. think about I, that? Yeah. I feel like um, one of the major things is understanding who you are. And mm. as you understand your identity in Christ and your identity period, then you, you understand your role. And so I, I feel like definitely um, God has given me a call for people, a call yeah. to build, to strengthen and to encourage women. I know that mm -hmm. for sure. And yes. I, I know that confidently. And because I know it confidently, I allow him to use me in those ways as a vessel to be able to pour that back into someone else because that's my natural gift. It, it doesn't, I don't have to put it on. I don't have to try to be it. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> just right. Naturally it just comes who I Yes. Yeah. Yes. And sometimes I think when people are operating in a gift, they don't really understand, or sometimes people don't recognize their identity because they don't recognize their God given gifts. Right. Yes. Because they look right. at a gift as if it should be this, or it should be that, or it's supposed to feel like this. But really, it's just the thing that you do the most natural. Yes. And when you do that, the most natural, mm. that's your God-given gift. But because it's so natural, it feels like it's effortless. So you right. think it should be harder. And we we fight to make it something that, that it's, it's not, not. Right. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yes. So the reality is that it's not that. It's just the natural part of who you are. And so I'm so thankful that I recognize that 
at a, a pretty early stage to be able to pour back into women. And I really think that the pouring back into women first came because they poured into me, right? Mm. So when I look at my story and I look at my life and I look at my journey, I can remember just being in a position with doing women's hair. And I'm thinking like, just a young, broken, you know, I'm sorry <laughs> if you hear, if you hear little tears, cause it just, it just takes me back and just being a young little broken, you know, a woman myself just right. trying to grow and wean off of women myself. And I love the beauty of women because we come together to strengthen one another. And I had many women ahead of me that would sit in my chair and they would pour into me. Yeah. And at some mm. point they were pouring wow. and pouring and pouring and pouring into me for so many years. Then I realized that the tables shifted somehow. Mm. I don't know right. when it happened. Right. I don't know what, what time and place, what age, I can't tell you. But I just remember that as I was filled up, at some point, I was now the pourer. I would before I was just being filled up with as the vessel, right? People yes. pouring to me. Just yes. good wisdom, good knowledge, just life principles, all these wonderful things that I didn't receive that I needed. And yeah. God was just sending people in to me. And then after a certain point, then then I became that person that I was now the Horror, you know? Yeah. And so it's just he was preparing that, you. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's just beautiful. Uh, yes. How he uses us that way. But the key was recognizing. And I think that that's the wisdom, right? You allowing yeah. the wisdom of God to kind of step in to say, let me use wisdom and not overstep boundaries and overstep people's um, views, but just to be able to like share the love and the wisdom of God. And that's what I get to do on a, on a daily basis, share the love and the wisdom. Because love just accepts people where they are, right? Love that's right. just accepts whatever journey that you're on. Yep. Love doesn't judge. Love, love doesn't point the finger. Love just says, I accept you. Yes. Come as you are. And as I, you amen. come as you are. I love that. As you come as you are, then you feel that. And, and that's what I try to exude is Christ, the love in me to the love the love of Christ in me to the love, to love others. Right. Yes. And that really, love is what's felt. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it's so critical, you know, um, I mean, it, w- for all of us really, because, you know, we know that everybody, right. Everybody is mm-hmm. suffering or dealing with something or carrying something. And, you know, God wants them to, to know that he hears their cries and, and, you know, that he cares and, and, you know, that a blessing is coming, but he can't, you know, often like, so without, without us, without his vessels Mm -hmm. here on earth. And, um, and that's what I love that you, you know, are, allowing God to use you as a vessel. Um, and, you know, hopefully I, I'm doing the same thing and yes, um, using are. my, you know, lived experiences to, um, to pour out his love and peace and comfort um, to all those that he brings, you know, my way. Um, yes. Cause like, you know, when I think about, um, I heard this, the sermon, um, years ago. And, and I think about, 
all the people that I have met, like in my role and in human resources, in um, my role as a ministry leader, and just people are are just broken, you know, from various wounds and pain, um, whether it's lack of confidence or you know self esteem, and um, but this this minister. You know, he was talking about all the different things that that ails us. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, he's like, God isn't going to fix your family. But if he had a mm-hmm. vessel, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, God isn't going to make your workplace right. But if he had a vessel. And I just yes. love that because like the vessel is each one of us. This is how God ministers and, and cares for us, you know, through each one of us. Yes. And I, I feel like exactly that beautiful part when you look at um, Elijah and, and he goes to the widow, you know, in the uh, Kings, I believe it is. Uh, yes. Kings. And I think it's in second. It's so funny. It's one of my favorite stories, the, the widow, right? Yes. The widow might where he goes to her and he says, you know, she's like, this is all I have. I have nothing else. And he says, go to your neighbors, you know, ask them for a vessel. Uh, to fill it up with the oil and then go out and sell it. And I really feel like God is saying, what, you know, he uses us, but he uses what we, he, we put in our hands as well, what he puts in our hands. And yes. sometimes it takes, it takes that action. But the beautiful part was that she had to borrow the vessels, right? Yes, yes. And so sometimes we don't have everything it takes. Like, like you said, when you came to me, you know, you were missing something. You just needed something and you just didn't know what the missing piece was. Yeah. And so it was like you needed something to be restored to you, but you had to come to a vessel to borrow it, right? So that's you right. borrowed from <laughs> the vessel, right? Because that's what it takes sometimes. Sometimes it's, we're borrowing from others to get to where we were supposed to be. And that borrowing is adding to us, right? It's adding right. life. It's adding strength. It's adding mm-hmm. oil. And that's what she added was the oil which was the Holy Spirit, right? So the oil that's being added is the Spirit of God. And that's so right. I think the beautiful part of that is we forget we need community. You know, that's the, she yes. went into her neighborhood. We need community. Yes. We can't do this journey by ourselves. We can't get there alone. It takes vessels of people, vessels of God's glory to continue to fill each other up so that we can get to that next place and that next destination. That's right. And that's what I feel like he did. He did that. He used, he uses us in the community to do that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's an assignment. It's an assignment, right? That he yes. already has ordained. Yes. yes. And it's a unique, yeah, it's a unique assignment. And I, I've heard this before and, and I love this saying that, you know, we each have an assignment and if we don't accomplish it, it doesn't get accomplished you know, yes. by anybody else, yes. you know, it's kind of like yes. a loss. Yeah. Yes. That's so and funny though that add, you, go ahead. I was just going to add about um, you coming uh, to the salon and how, you know, like you were coming to get to pick up your vessel, you know, <laughs> and mm, part of that was yes. if you think about your hair <laughs> and what we did, we totally transformed you. We took yes. you from one look to a fully new look Yep. That you didn't even know that you could rock and sport. I mean, you've had your hair short before. You've had it long. You've had it medium. But we took it to a whole new look of being Absolutely. natural. 
and 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 you had never really worn the natural look, but it was like it brought out so much more beauty in you. <laughs> I and, know. and it was like, and it, it exuded from you. It's like the confidence exuded to such a high level. It was like, wow, I never even thought of looking like this. And I we know. started comparing the looks and we loved it better. Like I looked at you and I'm like, wow, you never wore your hair like this before? You're like, no, I never wore this <laughs> natural. You never went to the natural look, but the natural was actually more complimenting on you. Yes, and the, yes. the, the straight looks nice as well, but the natural just, it just brought out your natural beauty of who you were. And it just showed us who you are, you know, yeah. it's like, this is who I am. And yeah. I love that you took it with confidence. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I never felt freer, honestly. Yeah. I just, Keywords. I I was unleashed really. Yeah. And yes. um, I, I felt like, gosh, I don't know. Like I just, I had, I walked into myself for the first time, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. To make a comment, I think about the widow and the Elijah. Were you? Oh, I was. Him? Well, mm-hmm. I was going to say that, you know, the, the, beautiful part. And I, I think the part that we need to focus in on of the story is that as long as she had a vessel, the oil kept flowing, right? Yeah. But then when she didn't have any more vessels, it stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like such an analogy for us, you know, today that, you know, we have to be God's vessels, you know, so that yes. his outpouring of love and and healing and hope continues because it continues through us. And yes. that's why I was just going to, you know, ask you to kind of share with the listeners, um, you know, kind of this new way that God is calling you uh, to be a vessel for his glory. It's not really new, but maybe like kind of structured differently. So let's talk yeah. about, you know, kind of restoring the crown. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting that you said that because yes, it's not new. It's something that I've been doing my whole career. Right. But I think that he's just showing me um, to just keen in on making it his his um, his ministry. And and to and to um, I'm trying to think of the word um, to be intentional yes. about it and be intentional about what I'm the work that I'm doing for him. Yeah. And so he put in my heart restoring the crown and restoring the crown um, has to do with basically helping people to refine hope and identity in areas that target their their growth their their brokenness, their physical, mental, spiritual. And I feel like I am able to help with all areas because, you know, I, I, I was an athlete in my life for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a spiritual background as a minister um, as well. And I also um, am, and, and I'm in the beauty business, right? So I feel like he's like taking all three <laughs> yes, and kind of incorporating <laughs> all three and see people, you know, like, you know, sometimes some of the issues that we're having uh, comes from the foods that we're eating or the foods um, or um, the foods that we're not eating. Um, I, I see that sometimes it's, it's about um, not just um, diet, but also like 
trauma. Sometimes people are dealing with yes. the trauma. Now, this is the spiritual side. Maybe there's trauma from divorce. Maybe there's, um, um, you know, just a lot of um, trauma that's affecting the hair. Like people don't really realize that the number one cause of hair loss is stress, right? Absolutely. So the yeah. stress in your life causes you to be, um, you know, where, you, where your hair is losing, you will start losing hair from stress. And so being able to recognize and, and minister to someone to build them up and to recognize that, oh, okay, this is actually trauma that we're dealing with. This is not hair loss because of, you know, diet or poor food or blood or, you know, sometimes you got to check that, but this is actually on the opposite side. And then sometimes it's just mental, you know, there's mental anguish, like, um, you know, going through uh, divorce or going through, you know, just so many different things that people go through. Yeah. And so just recognizing spiritually where people are and being able to help walk them through. So God has put into my heart to be able to utilize all the gifts that he's given me and just, just walk people through on how to restore their hope, restore their confidence, restore their crown. And the crown basically being their hair, which there's a scripture that says your crown is your, is your, your glory. And so mm. when you feel restored on the inside, you actually exuded on the outside. And yeah. so, and sometimes, and I even wrote this down, sometimes it's, we might need to start with the outside to help building on the, build it on the inside. So sometimes right. just changing an image on the outside can help to restore what's really happening deep down on the inside of you. And yes. we can work those processes out. So it goes both ways. So I've been working on, you know, putting together uh, just, Many, many things like a podcast as well, uh -huh. and a oh. book and all these other things uh, to to help women to restore their, their crown. Basically, it's restoring their identity in yes. themselves, right? And helping them to be feel beautiful, to feel confident and to feel seen and creating a space for inner healing with outward beauty, right? Because Absolutely. I feel like when the, in, when the inward soul is healed, then yes. you actually exude the beauty. And beauty That's is right. It's not just beauty of aesthetics. It's beauty because oh. it comes from the inside out, right? That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that's yes. even more beautiful, you know. Um yes. just that yes, when you see like that that just that love for for God and and how the spirit is working inside of you um that just comes out like in you know like a glowing you know way people um are attracted to that yes it's true yeah they see something and they don't know what it is it's like what is that it's just yes. the beauty within but it exudes outward so that means your head could, your your hair could be bald and you just you see some women that just have a full bald head and they are beautiful yes. because they rock that bald head. Like this is my look. This is how I am. I am free. I am confident. I'm secure. <laughs> and you can see it, you know, or the very, very short little bit of hair, you know, or long locks, you know, dreads and locks that are just gorgeous and locked on. So it doesn't matter what the look is. It's what's on the inside that's reflecting that's right. the outside that shows the beauty. But having that beauty also connected on the outside is, is a combination of all two. Yes. Right? 
So true. Yes. Mm-hmm. So true. That's so beautiful. I wish you every um, blessing on this because it's so needed, you know, in our, um, in our world, you know, just yes. not only, you know, helping on the outside, but mostly restoring on the inside and how that is just so important, just like the vessel, you know, that God will yeah. pour into us the oil, the the spirit of the Lord, the the goodness, the blessing, whatever it is that we need so that we can then go out and share that light, share that, you know, that glory um, that is his really. Yes. Yes. I feel the same way. It's beautiful. Um, and it's beautiful to be used that way and also to receive that way, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let me ask you, one of my favorite sayings is you can't give what you don't have. And yeah. everything that, you know, like what I do, what you do, you know, we are constantly in a giving, you know, posture. And so like, how do you stay filled with the spirit? Yes. Well, I think the most important part that uh, keeps me close is um, first prayer, you know, mm-hmm. so I do stay um, prayed up all the time. And I just love that prayer sometimes is just a posture of your heart, right? Yes. And it's not that you have to be, you know, you know, spending all this time and, you know, be, being put, put <laughs> you know, being away, but it's just a posture of your heart and surrendering your thoughts to Christ. And, um, yeah. And so I feel like uh, I, I definitely have the prayer. I'm always, you know, my mind is concentrating on him and concentrating on his will and what, what he wants and what he want, what, how he wants to use me. But also I feel like worship is a major part of yeah. coming into God's presence. And when you have worship in your life and you just worship your creator, worship the one that has blessed you with so many blessings it's, it's just the worship of that draws him near to you and you near to him, right? Yeah. So I feel like that's how I stay um, close is through prayer and through worship and just meditating on him throughout the day. Yeah. That's my, that's my Beautiful. Word. Beautiful. I love that. Well, listen, um, to kind of bring us to a close, I wanted to um, ask you, I have like five wrap-up questions that are just for fun, Okay. Okay, good. All right. Well, the first one is, what are you reading? Or what was the last really good book that you read? Okay, so right now I am reading a book. Uh, it's called um, Relational Intelligence. Ooh. And Relational Intelligence by um, Darius Daniel. And really what it is, it's kind of like dealing with the emotional intelligence, but it's about connecting with other people, right? Uh Uh-huh. And that connection that you have and learning how to kind of walk through people, because I'm always trying to grow and learn people and learn about people because this is how we, you know, when it's your gift, you still have to, you still have to kind of, you know, keep it sharp, right? (laughs) Yeah. Sharpen that knife, sharpen that. And so... It just helps you to kind of understand people's thoughts and how they see and how you connect in community. It's really, really good. I, I love that. Um, yeah. Okay. Question two. Oh, I'm sorry. That was long. I forgot. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's You're good. good. <laughs> okay. okay. What does a perfect day look like for you? Oh, yes. 
Well, I love to be able to um, get up in the morning, have time for prayer and worship, yeah. uh, go for a run. I, I like nice. to run. I'm a runner. Uh-huh. Wow. So I, I do a run. And then after a run, do some exercise. And then from there, start my day. You know, start my day being able to be with people if that's at work, um, doing hair, you know, um, or if it's working on a project preparing myself for something as what we're doing now or preparing for the just ministry work that I like, that I enjoy doing. That's Beautiful. the perfect day for me. Mm-hmm. Lovely. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a movie you really love. Movie I love. Uh, let me think. Movie. Um, the one that's coming to my mind that's just jumped off of my thoughts Okay. And I don't know if I remember the name, but you can maybe help me because we're not, uh-huh. I'm not a big TV person at all, but okay. it's the one where, uh, is, is it called a beautiful heart? I think it's called a beautiful heart. Okay. And it's the movie where the husband and wife, they, they meet when they're younger, they grow older together. And then he comes back. He, she gets dementia, but oh. he comes to her every day. And yes. read to her. Yeah. And that's um, her. the notebook. Oh, the notebook. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the notebook. Yes. And, and, and the beautiful heart is the other one where, yes, those two are my kind of my two favorite movies. The oh, notebook is one. I love that. I love I that love movie. I love the notebook. Yes. Uh-huh. It's such a beautiful that's love story. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. One thing most people misunderstand about you. Uh, let me feel like, I don't know if it's a misunderstand or misjudge. Okay. So because I'm, I'm such a giver, um, sometimes, you know, there's people that don't like people that are just very optimistic and positive. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel like sometimes I'm misjudged for that because they're like, oh, she, you know, she can't be like that or she can't be this way or, oh my, you know what I mean? And I do feel right. like I've been judged or mis understood in that way. It's just because what they don't really understand is called joy. And I feel like I just experienced so much joy, the joy in my heart, the joy that I have. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. I just always keep the perspective that God has it and he's going to work it out. And because I keep that perspective, they've seen that I've gone through different things, different trials, but I don't let it get me down. And 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 I'm not saying that I don't get down. I'm just saying that I don't carry it and I don't wear it. And sometimes people have a hard time um, receiving that because they wear it. So they, people want you to be how they are. Right. So so for me, because I don't wear it, it's because there's something deeper in me that Mm -hmm. knows that this is temporary. That's right. This will pass. Just a trial. That's right. uh That there's joy that's so much deeper and so much stronger in my life that mm-hmm. it, it takes me over the circumstance, right? Right. Yes, right. I got to go through it. Yes, it doesn't feel good. Yes, I don't like it. But it doesn't knock me out. Yes. Right? Yes. And I think that sometimes people want to see you knocked out. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, not all people. I feel like people by law aren't like that. But there have been people that have misunderstood me because they don't like Really, they don't like the light that's just shining, you know? 
You know how? No, so true. It's one of my favorite quotes. Um, Nelson Mandela actually spoke, and it's, it's it's the one that says, "It's not my light that most frightens me. It's not yes. my is, but and it's, it's not my whole, greatness, well, right? Yes. And yes. sometimes people just they can't take what they feel around you and with you, and so they just kind of misunderstand it because they don't really understand who you are, right? Right. And who you are as a vessel. And, yes. it's, and it's because they don't connect to that vessel because all I am is a vessel. That's all. That's right. I'm That's right. That's and right. So but sometimes people don't understand that vessel. And because of that, they feel maybe intimidated or they feel, you know, um, they're measuring themselves up against you. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I feel like that could be misunderstood sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's funny because um, the last wrap up question was, what's your favorite quote? So, <laughs> so <laughs> and it's funny because I always have it. I don't have, I have my journal because I keep journals too. And I have, I have my journal, but I have a different one with me. And I always keep it with me because it's something that I read very often. Because yes. oh, oh, as a matter of fact, I can, um, if you don't mind, I want to actually pull it up because I keep it also on my phone. But I like to keep it because I have to remind myself of it. Because right. when you remind yourself of it, 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 it helps it to validate who you are, right? And yes. validate where yes. you are in your life. And so I try to do that on a regular basis because I need to make sure that I'm, I'm keeping myself filled up. And yeah. so if you don't mind, I would like to um, read it. Yeah, that'd be okay? beautiful. Yes, okay. thank you. It says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Mm -hmm. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, or and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There's nothing enlightening about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we liberate ourselves from our own fears, our presence automatically liberates others. Wow. Well, that beautifully sums up what it means to be a vessel. I love that. I'd love that. Thank you for sharing that with everyone. I'll make sure to include the quote in our uh, show notes. Well, listen, um, in our show notes as well, and on our website, I'm going to have um, all your contact information, your website, your Instagram, but how can people support you if they, you know, wanted to give a donation or, you know, like, how can they support you? Um, we have a, um, I have the My Lachey Salon at um, lachesalon.com website. And mm -hmm. we have, you could, they could donate there. And I would like anyone that, that would love to follow the um, Restoring the Crown. I'm on Instagram as well on Restoring the Crown. And um, we, just to let people know, I have in the past, um, and we do it still, we're women that are suffering from alopecia, uh, cancer, and they need um, donations for wigs. And we actually have had many women and many people donate money to be able to help other women be able to get their crown restored 
with mm -hmm. uh, custom-made wigs or custom-made um, hair pieces to help them in transition as they're going through chemo and trauma. Um, so we would love it if you would sponsor uh, a woman or sponsor a service to a lady that is in need of having a service done. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. Well, um, it has been um, fun. It's been, you know, honestly, an inspiration as you always are. It's always such um, just life giving, uh, being with you, talking with you, sharing with you. And so I just thank you for joining me today and um, talking about what it looks like and what it, you know, um, means to be a vessel. And thank you so much, Kim, for inviting me. I, um, I I feel the same way about you. So thankful for this conversation, for the time that we've gotten to spend together. And thank you for just making a space for people to share moments of life. As you call this a spot of time. Yes. And this is a spot of time. So we get to share a spot of time and, and uh, you opening up those opportunities for people to share their spots of time with others as well. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Sharon. So no doubt you could hear that Sharon is such a spirit-filled woman of faith. She is such a gift and has been a gift to me. I'm so grateful to God. And if you would like to support a woman who is in need of a wig due to hair loss, you can find a link to donate directly to Lachey's Salon on our website. But for today, perhaps take a spot of time and think about how you have been a vessel for God and maybe how God is calling you today to use the gifts and talents He's given you to be a vessel for Him. Look around. What needs God's attention, God's love? God's care. Who needs God's attention, love, and care? Well, if only he had a vessel. Maybe that's you. Be a vessel. This is the Spots of Time podcast, which is produced and hosted by me, Kim Scott. I invite you to go to our website, spotsoftime.net, and leave a comment about today's episode. What resonated? Did you hear anything that inspired you? And if we have inspired you today, you can support our work and help us continue producing this podcast by hitting the donate button on our website. You can listen to Spots of Time for free on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and invite your friends. Also, follow us on Instagram at Spots of Time Podcast. Production support, website development, and social media management by Alexis Jones. Our music, entitled Spots of Time was written by Michael Upward. Until next time, empower hope and healing.